Well, hello everybody, and welcome to After Chef Junior, uh, the premiere uh, Master Chef Junior after show in the world. Uh, my name is Max, and the ladies always by my side, Stacy and Jenny. Guys, um, people want to know where have we been? Why haven't? Why has it taken us so long to release an episode this season? We've had technical errors. We've been international jet setters. As much as we value the Master Chef averse, sometimes you know self care is important too. <laughs> so yeah, I guess I guess you could say we had some inadvertent me time. That's a very positive spin. I want to be like Mateo. Like we have to get out there. We have to see the world. <laughs> That's you know. Right. Like, yeah, I want to be in Japan as well. Like, (laughs) we had somebody, oh, who was it, that tweeted at us to be like, this is a real privileged batch of kids this time around. And I'm like, he's not wrong. Half of them are from New Jersey. (laughs) Is that the privileged capital in your mind? Is it? There are also, a lot of them are eight. Does that mean something? Maybe if you're privileged, you just grow faster than others yeah, you're smarter sooner. anyway <laughs> anyways um so what happened was we uh the real answer to the question i was asking is that the <laughs> basically the system the computer that we use to to record all of our stuff our, our it, studio our studio equipment basically died on us in the middle of recording uh the first episode this season and it just took time to get everything set up and and new computers purchased and and the whole bit i don't want to blame our intern but i mean i'm not gonna blame either of you guys Mm. so our content wasn't great anyway you didn't think so well i had a extended riff where i was doing a fun old-timey voice impersonating sadie so i don't we can't ever get that back that was actually quite funny well i was really tired (laughs) you were quite grumpy was i yeah, I mean, sure. All this checks out. It was a Wednesday, so. Anyways, we're bound to have some new listeners who are just discovering uh, Master Chef Junior for the first time, and then they like the show so much they punched it into their podcast aggregator, and now they've discovered us. Um, is and that so, how it works? yeah, it is. It is. And so, we want to welcome everybody who's uh, joining us for the first time. Um, we want to say goodbye to those people that have had enough. <laughs> I mean, great. fair. <laughs> Fair, fair, fair. Absolutely. Again, I do not want to blame our intern for that. Mm-hmm. But. And we think it's important at the beginning of every season, especially when uh, we're when we're in after uh, Master Chef Junior season, mm-hmm. uh, to uh, just put out a little disclaimer to all the uh, the contestants and their families. And uh, what, Jenny, do you want? What's the disclaimer? Disclaimer is it's a fun podcast, and we don't hate your children. And also, you put your kids on TV, so therefore, you're putting their personalities up as talking points to people like us that like to watch TV and then talk about it. Exactly. This should be a tr- we should have a trigger warning at the beginning of every episode, like... If you like your child. <laughs> please do. But I, I we, would we not like describe... Yeah, I wouldn't it's, describe us as mean ever, but yeah. it's just that, you know, parents are so sensitive yes. about what's being said about their children. And the thing is that when you put your kid on TV, especially a show like this, it's mm. not really your kid. No. It's like a well, caricature of your kid. It's like, it's your kid, but it's an exaggerated exact, version of your kid. But exactly just know that just we are, <laughs> just know that we are talking about the storylines and yeah. the characters. Just know that mm-hmm. anytime we say your child's name, we're saying it in quotes. <laughs> yes. That's a great way of imagining it. It's a great way of imagining it. 
So the reason, why, of course, why we bring this up is because we have had parents oh. come come for us. Come at us. Yeah. Not legally yet. No, that's Don't true. Don't put that in the <laughs> Because that's not an option. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. And that being said, uh, if you are a parent and you're listening to the show, I think or a you're, lawyer, you're, yeah, you're, I think you'll get into the spirit of things. And we, of course, uh, are always willing and and want to talk to you and, and contestants and judges and people that work on the show. Um, we want that hot goss. That's right. Come on the show. Spill spill the tea. Is that what they say? Did we? In- Stop trying to quote drag race, <laughs> cross pollination. <laughs> Did we interview parents before or just kids? <gasps> no, just kids, but we have. That would be like, great. We speak with parents so often. Pen pal. We've been pen pals with parents. Yes, that's yeah. right. That's right. So we're always interested in, in the in what goes on behind the scenes, mm. uh, dishing the dirt and whatnot. Anyways, dish, dish guys, that tea. we're not, because we lost so much time, we're actually not going to talk about the, the double up that started the season off. Um, I can't really remember anything from it. Um, they they had a breakfast challenge. They killed some lobsters. Somebody made. Oh, that's right. They, they murdered lobsters <laughs> in the brain on TV. A knife in the head. What was worrying? It was pretty extreme. Yeah, they were like, "Oh, if you do this properly, like it's fine." Mm-hmm. But then I was like, "Are they? They're eight. Like, are they doing it properly?" Sometimes they're not even chopping celery properly. Yeah, like is <laughs> is like a. a kind execution within the <laughs> grasp of like the dexterity of a elementary school student well it, it's memorable because it was just so like clinical they were like, also knife in the head chunk they were like, also, seeing an eight-year-old do that was like unsettling because they know? would kiss the lobsters first like, yeah. one of the kids got it in their head that it was good luck so they'd give this live crustacean a smooch and then stab it in the brain yeah. it was the Fox camera angles network were- what <laughs> are you doing i i actually liked it i thought it was like uh, it's like sick. this is real man it's not like we're oh we're gonna kill them it's all gonna happen off camera you don't see it we don't mention it no this is the real deal if you want it kids at home if you want to cook lobster you're gonna have to kill a live lobster but where do you draw the line between like oh if you want to cook beef like I know. what are we seeing next season they head to the farm with a stun gun <laughs> oh, God. and they go to the base of a cow's skull they kiss it. In the they mouth. kiss it on the mouth. <laughs> like, what is the difference between? We might have talked about this another season, but what is the difference between crustaceans and the rest of a dog? Uh, anything that people think that they can just like watch them in a tank and then kill them. It's so it's weird. Size, like, I think. Really. But if you went to a restaurant and they just had like a chicken coop, and you were like, "Ooh, this little." Little lady looks like she would have a or delicious. Fish. Yeah, like why are there not? Why is there not Bonzino? Was that even the fish? I can't remember. Branzino. Yeah. Why is there not them in a tank? And then you pick one. There, like, oh, I want that one. There is. That happens all the time. Where? Jenny, you, you like, aren't going to the right restaurant. Yeah, yeah. In like <laughs> lots of uh, like Asian restaurants, yeah, especially, restaurants. you walk in. They've got the live tanks right there. You full pick, fish. Yeah. Pick a fish. Pick, pick a, a fish. fish. I have. Guys, I eat out literally all the time as my bank manager yeah. <laughs> will tell you. And I've never seen a fish tank in that capacity. I've seen oh. like a soy pond sometimes in a, a restaurant. Soy, a soy pond? <laughs> that a pond a of soy. A, a soybeans in a pond. See? Oh, that's interesting. I've never seen that before. <laughs> so you go over and you select your soybeans, yeah. I guess. It's ethical. Right. Yeah. 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 I'm like, oh, that one looks like it has kids. Not that one. <laughs> God. <laughs> but like, what restaurant? Are you talking about in Japan? No. Listen, Here, right down, down the street. street. Yeah, Where? down the street. At City like Center, Dynasty. Yeah, Di- City Center Mall, the, the dim sum restaurant there. Maybe you just thought they were decorative fish tanks. Let's go. We'll go I literally work in we'll City Center Mall. We'll do a remote for, uh, for Instagram. 
Go pick a fish? Yeah, we'll go We'll go for, well. But we'll only f- if they let fish? us murder it. <laughs> How do you murder a fish, though? Just keep it out. Oh, I don't know. murder. How do you kill? <laughs> Have you gone fishing before, Jenny? Yeah, but I don't like it. I don't like it. Because when we were fishing in the Yukon, and the boys would just throw it in the cooler yeah. and, and let nature do its thing. But They I, would suffocate it? Or they would smash it against the side of a boat. Yeah. I've never, like, I've fished, quotes, uh, <laughs> Like, I've never caught anything before, so I've never had to do that. Have you ever murdered a fish? I'm sorry, yeah. parents and children. Uh, this no, is kind of Master Chef brought, like... Yeah, Master Chef. We're, they murdered a lobster, now... They murdered 20 lobsters. Oh. Um, Have you ever murdered a fish, Max? Yeah, with a club. Ugh. A club? Yeah. What kind of club? There's, like, a... If you go to like, a, Quidditch If style. you go to a special... <laughs> if you go to a fishing store, like, if there's fishing equipment and, and it includes, like, a club specifically made for clubbing how fish. big is, how, how long big is, is it? it it's like um about half the size of like a Baseball policeman's event. nightstick huh a policeman's night it just seems like yeah. there has to be a better way that's so barbaric but i guess you're just like hooking a, a hook through an animal's lip and then well, that, that's because we have a lot of ground to cover here <laughs> Anyway, they killed some lobsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people went home. We don't. We can't remember. Yeah, it's too late. We loved Sadie. Yes, we think she's a feminist. She's got a great accent. Also, we really liked how all of her references—not so much in the last two episodes—but all her references were to things that you know, people who had died decades before she was born. Like she really liked. She mentioned Julia Child. She had Julia Child's impression. Oh, yeah, that's right. She also mentioned somebody else, Barbara Streisand. Yeah. Yes. Like, Sadie, what? Are you a time traveler? Yeah. I think maybe, is she an only child? I think she just hangs out with, like, her mom's friends. Sure, and, sure. Yeah. Mm. Her grandma. Yeah. Maybe her grandma's her best friend. She's from Seattle. Mm. <gasps> she could be our first ever live guest. That'd be amazing. Should we go? We're coming for you. Sadie. 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 Um, other uh, highlights from uh, episode one: uh, Rashad has got great style, yeah. and Ivy is a little person. And episode two. Oh, we'd also talked a little bit. I think this is an important point to bring up about how like much we project onto these children based on their clothes, and like what would what would a show be like if they all had their heads shaved and were just wearing jumpsuits? <laughs> oh yes, that's right. And then you, I think it's good that right. episode one didn't get out into the world. No, no, no that's no, right. No, no, Thank no. you for reminding me. I think that was actually a, a brilliant idea where the kids begin and they have... They're they, blank slates. They're blank slates. And when you win a challenge, then the next episode you get to come out with style. Yeah. So like an play, accessory. Yeah, you're earning your style all the way along. Earn your so, style. Yeah, think about how exciting it is if somebody wins, then you're like... Oh man, Ben! Ben won. We know nothing about Ben. Next week he's going to come out and he's going to have style, and we're going to learn so much yeah. about it. He comes out with a leather jacket. Everybody else yeah. still shaved heads, or, or like, still jumpsuits. Reed wins a challenge, and he comes out with a camo hat, and, and we're like, away, exactly. hashtag Country Boy Reed. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> he gets a nickname and the whole bit, and then that's when they show his backstory that right after he wins. It's like we're discovering them. Exactly. I love it. I did think this week, like, every time someone spoke to Reed, they were just like, hunting or fishing mm-hmm. or you hunting or fishing. It's like, okay. He's like, probably more than that. He's more he than can that. Ta- Reed contains multitudes. Yeah. What's his favorite book? I don't Maybe he loves to dance. <laughs> um, oh, he's a man's man. Uh, one other thing for longtime fans. Unfortunately, because of the uh, computer meltdown, we lost all of our soundboard. So we're working from from scratch right now, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. actually, we haven't even, to be honest, 
hopefully we'll have figured this out by the time this episode is released, but we can't find our theme music either. <laughs> we so, should have just sang it, Jenny. No, no, no. That's not even what it is. Do, You're do, singing do, do, the Spanish fly, which is not... <laughs> what is our theme tune? It's like... Uh... <laughs> I, I can't I can't do it. Now. All right. Anyways, so we have no soundboard, but we're going to start assembling a brand new soundboard uh, from here on out, including amazing clips like this. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Thank you. <laughs> we can't figure... Is he saying coming to the... The general to find blueberries? Is it coming down the mountain? No idea what he's saying. The channel? Coming down the channel? Coming down the channel to find blueberries. And then we spent a while trying to Google blueberry songs to see if this was a song. And there's a pretty good song out there called Blueberry Jam, mm. but that's not it. Yeah, uh, f- well, f- we'll put a link in there. Yeah. <laughs> Swipe up. So, uh, anyways. anyways, episode three. We're going to talk time, a little baby. bit. Yeah, circus time. And then we're going to talk about episode three, episode four. Then we're up to date. And then we're, we're, we're with everybody it. and we're back on track. We're in it. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. But we'd love to hear your thoughts on the first couple episodes. If you want to send us anything, AfterChefJr at gmail.com or uh, our Instagram or Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, let's so keep the conversation the, going. Yeah, anyway, circus. So the episode begins the uh, with the kids arriving at the circus. Or was it the circus arrived to the MasterChef Junior kitchen? I think we all know the answer. What are you talking about? They did it in like the, the parking lot. Yeah. Oh. I didn't they weren't at wait up, Max. <laughs> I mean, the circus has to be going on somewhere. Why wouldn't they just take the kids to where the circus is? The Matrix is real. Why wouldn't they just take the kids to where the circus is and build this massive kitchen out back so they can cook for fifty-one circus performers? I mean, if- I, I didn't even know circuses like that exist. Maybe because we're Canadian, we're like Cirque du Soleil is the only Cirque for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Highbrow circus. It, yeah, we are a kind of a highbrow circus nation. Society. Yeah, <laughs> I was just glad there was no animals. I was super mm. nervous there was going to be an elephant or something, and I was going to have to write a strongly worded letter. Have you guys ever been to a circus like that? Do they have circuses like that in Scotland? No. What with animals? With I don't know, like bearded ladies and hoop masters and whatever guys, was happening there. I went when I was a kid. Like that? I don't know. It seems like it's always happening without me even trying. <laughs> yeah. Well, at the right page of twenty eight. This was a while ago. Uh, I grew my first chin hair, mm-hmm. second puberty, I think. And now I have I have a little mole here. Can you see that? Sure. And sometimes it's like three hairs. I find it hard to keep on top of it. Yeah. But the thought of them all over my face. That's rough. But this woman Bearded has lady. leaned into it. You know, she's found a career out of it. She's not but ashamed think, of her face. I guess I'm asking, was it natural that she did that? Or did she take hormones or something to or, achieve that or is it just like glued on like how would you even know if that was real or not i mean that's a lot of work every day i mean but if it's your job to be the bearded late like it's a lot of work to have that clown makeup on and people yeah. do that sure max is your beard real or fake my beard <laughs> is, my beard is real what um like if you're a professional bearded lady like mm. if you go to the circuit and they're like here's the bearded lady like you what just you look do? at it yeah there's no act because I think they used to have, they would call them like freak shows, right? Mm. Like it'd be like a sideshow and a yeah. carnival and you'd just walk into a room and be like, oh, here's yeah. somebody who is, you know, in, in less politically correct times, like somebody who's extremely like a little person mm. or, uh, you know, Siamese twins. Fingers. That's probably yeah. not what they're called anymore. Conjoined twins. <laughs> yeah. Somebody with six fingers. Yeah. And I think you would just like have a little peek. But what about if it's a real chicken and eggs 
scenario. And let's say I'm a woman. I have a beard. I want to be in the circus. Check, check, check. But I want to be like the lion tamer or sure. the tightrope person. I think that makes you a double threat. Like my beard does not define me. Or maybe you saying. start as a bearded lady and then you kind of work your way up the ladder. Like you get promotions along Where the way. Where is she on the hierarchy though? Yeah. Maybe she just happens to have a beard. It's having a beard a talent. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Or just She's head of finance. <laughs> She's like, oh, I'm not a, I'm not a performer. <laughs> I just, I'm the accountant. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in like, HR here to make sure you treat all of our employees with respect. So it's really ironic. <laughs> you just call me sir. Yeah. And then Gordon is like, oh. that didn't feel appropriate. I thought it was fine. That's that's her whole job. Her whole job, her livelihood is to be Max, gawked at. So they, in this day and age, or is her livelihood is. the circus accountant? No, it, we, like, we all know. How much money do circuses make? I'd like to crack into the finances of this circus. <laughs> all right. So, anyways, uh, they split the two teams up. Uh, they, they split all the contestants up into two teams. Oh. One is going to be led by Che. One is going to be led by Evie. Both seem like natural leaders to Absolutely. me. Absolutely. I think we'd talked about, after watching the first episode, that Evie seems like she could manage a marketing department. Like, yes. she has a... a an extreme maturity about her mm-hmm. in a positive way. I, think. Mm-hmm. I was totally blown away by like, um, you know, when she was having a trouble managing her group, mm-hmm. getting a little flustered, a little emotional. She brought everyone together and she said, I'm paraphrasing, but something very close to, I think it's ironic that no one is listening to me about coming to a meeting about no one listening to me. <laughs> I was like, what kind of eight-year-old is operating at that level? That was too close to the bone for me, honestly. Yes. And see, when she went and asked Jaden to... To get uh, everybody's for, attention. For new for listeners, I manage a crew of men. When she went and asked Jaden to call out for people to gather, I have done that on set before because it's almost like a female voice is so tunable outable. Like, like I don't it know if it's because it's the... higher. It doesn't cut through the kind of general shrieking. And so she had... She has... I like that this makes it sound like you work. Like, where do you work? <laughs> Circus. Um, so she asked Jaden and then see how she was like kind of holding back angry tears? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was too... It was all a bit real for me. Yeah. We are all Evie. Exactly. This is the thing about math weavy (laughs) hashtag weavy weavy. weavy. that's good um and then che was um uh a very so confident yeah strong um um stern yeah he used the word stern to describe himself Mm -hmm. uh leader happy birthday che (laughs) it is his birthday his birthday max there you go just because he's strong doesn't mean he doesn't need a happy birthday from you max happy birthday che yeah so strong so evie starts to get her team together and assigning things she's got a game plan she knows what she's doing and she says matthew i'd like you to do the bok choy and handle plating matthew pipes up and makes himself my enemy why <laughs> see the way he phrased it though it was like, like i don't was... actually like bok choy yeah. like matthew that's not your problem right now <laughs> This isn't about you. Be but a team Evie, player. Evie said that her strategy was to make sure that everyone was doing something that they wanted to do. So maybe she had been like, let me know if you don't want to do it. And he's just like, I don't want to do bok choy. Okay, no problem. The she way, rolled at the punches. That's the fine. way he phrased it was like someone who was so worn down from like years of mm-hmm. just being told to do things they don't want to do. He's like, actually, I don't want to be in the bok choy. Yeah. He spent weeks psyching himself up being like, no, Matthew, you have to stand up for yourself. Matthew is a weird character, man. Um, Again, Matthew, that's in quote. I am a powerful eight-year-old. <laughs> like, are Matthew's parents, like, inspirational speakers? I know. He's so Maybe. lucky 
to the point where I'm like aggressively plucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he could either grow up to be <laughs> like a world leader or a serial killer. It's un- it's unclear right now for me. Well, yeah, I don't even know world leader. I think he's the sort of person that would grow up to maybe like start a cult. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which kind of combines world leadership and. Oh. If I can just because we're on the topic of Matthew, I'm going to skip ahead to the next episode because there was a moment when Gordon was like, oh, where'd you get these ideas from? And he's like, oh, my head. And they all laughed. We've seen that before. But then uh, then Gordon like leans in and he's like <laughs> to Matthew and he's like, you're the real deal, aren't you? And then Matthew just has this weird moment where he's like, yes. And it was... Oh, didn't you see it? It was, it was like weird. It was a little weird. Like Matthew is like, I am. Like, I am the is real it deal. Star Wars or something? What is it where there's that weird little kid painted white with the red <laughs> lip thing, and it's like a ghost of the future or I the prodigy, no... the prodigy child? Yeah, yeah. Do you I, know what I'm talking about? Star Wars, like in Episode One, there's like some of that face paint kind of. I can just I'm picturing this like weird prodigy child that doesn't really speak very much. Maybe some sort of monk. I don't know. That's what Matthew kind of reminds me of. Yeah, I, yeah. C3PO? Oh, man. Just some sort of prodigy child. Like, the, yeah. But, like, knows it. You know, if, if I, I feel like if I said to Matthew, hey, have you been on this earth before? He'd say, yeah. yes. Yes, oh, I'm maybe a super psychic child. Yeah. yeah. Su- have you ever seen, yeah, super like, psychic children? That's worth a YouTube for sure. Well, I, and Matthew should be on there. I've seen, and it's to do with the size of their eyes. Yeah, something Does he like have that. big eyes? Well, like he's got a little. All kids kind of have big eyes. Do, yeah. It's like, do your eyes start off the size they're going to be when you're an adult, and then your skull just grows? Yeah, around. but see, like the super sidekick kids, like one of them was like drawing this house, and he's like, "Oh, I used to live here with my mom, Sarah, and my brother Jonathan, or whatever." This was not in Star Wars. No, this is a documentary. <laughs> okay. And then they looked into like that house, and they tracked it down, and they found a family with all those family members that lived there like years and years and years ago. Wow. Is this the same thing that we watched? Yeah, yeah, and. This is why Max and I aren't allowed to have podcasts when you're not here. Because <laughs> you just watch Super Psychic Kids instead of doing what you're yeah. supposed to be doing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I if I if it was the exact same one, but I do you remember I was just about back on the topic of psychic kids. The one what really freaked me out is like they were talking to this super psychic kid, a Matthew, if you will, and they were like <laughs> and he had this stick like that was been gifted to him by like a rainforest shaman. And somebody was like, What does the stick do? And he's like this stick modifies the dead. And I was like, this is too much for me to handle. <laughs> but this is the type of thing. That same energy, Ignore this stick it. modifies the dead, is what Matthew said when he turned to Gordon and said, yes. Yeah. It's like a wisdom that is oh, in him. Yes. Like, do you even mm-hmm. hear him? You can hear his little voice when someone else does something and he's like, oh, good job. Or he just said like, oh, Evie just needs more confidence or this challenge is going to fall apart. It's like, wow, tell me how you really feel, Matthew. <laughs> like, I would like to sit down with him and hear him assess my life right now. I know, now. I know. It's like he's a conduit for all yes. the energy in the room yeah. or something. He can it, just read what's happening. It's really weird. Very emotionally intelligent, do you think? I don't know. I think it, it's coming across as more like paranormal for me. <laughs> I'm reading that as well. Yeah. That's yeah. what I mean by the prodigy child. Like if you painted Matthew White with that little red lip line <laughs> and just put him in a corner to comment on things that were happening. I mean, that could just be a fun addition to future seasons of the show. <laughs> oh, I would love that. Balcony, yeah, producers, are you oh. listening? I would love for them to get just like a little bit crazy. Like, why not? I mean, they've already murdered all those lobsters. Like, they're testing to see if people are watching. They would just cut to Matthew and he'd be like, 
it seems Gordon's really checked out of this. <laughs> Just like an analogy. <laughs> Gordon, are you tired of working on this show? And Gordon's like, yes, Matthew. Please <laughs> let me go. Thank you. Matthew, release me. <laughs> and he slams his stick and then Gordon just turns into dust. So like, oh, <laughs> Amazing. Oh, totally. Somebody um, else who had a lot of confidence, but that kind of it rubbed me a little bit the wrong i think some of his teammates the wrong way was mateo where he was oh. like i'm a bit of a self-appointed ceo of the red team <laughs> and yeah. everybody's like he's just like lurking over my shoulder and telling me what i'm doing wrong i know and i know all the kids are just like yeah i know when he's like oh just use half a cup of this and ivy was like yeah i know, I know. yeah <laughs> how does he... an eight-year-old know what ceo is I don't know. We had Great a little question. peek into his life. We saw his kitchen, which was like 4,000 yeah. square feet. And his then he's dad like, is and probably And I And I play hockey. Yeah. And I like, I don't know, travel a lot. Martial arts. Yeah. He's rich. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty rich. I like just sleeping on money. Yeah. Eating money. I, s- and- <laughs> I swim in my money pool once a week to kind of keep fit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um... So, oh, and then Mateo like throws Sadie under the bus because oh, yeah. there's undercooked salmon. Yeah, and Gordon yeah. comes over and it's like, who did this? Who did this? Everyone being good team players, quiet. Mm-hmm. Mateo's like, I don't know, maybe Sadie did it. Sadie's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that, come on, yeah. is that CEO behavior though? Like Mm-mm. sometimes you need sadly, to make a tough call. I mean, sadly, I think it is CEO yeah. behavior. Like that's how you elevate yourself from the pack by being the one like, hey, I'm not here to be liked. Yeah. I'm here to be the CEO. You hire, hire slow, fire fast. Yeah. Is that what, what I'd is? say? You I'd hold say up it was, a mirror? I'd say a it was poor leadership, but it was an honest reflection of the current corporate culture. <laughs> Sad, but true. And then what does Gordon He's do like, with that raw Sadie, you're fired. <laughs> We're like, this has gone too far now. <laughs> what does Gordon do with the raw salmon, guys? Oh, God. What a oh, joy. Yeah. What a Dunks treat. it. He does. <laughs> I do a clown garbage can across the room. <laughs> See, if you were to throw a fillet of salmon, if we were all to take bets, mm-hmm. I would not have thought it would like shatter in well, the It's just because it hit the... Did no, it, it, shattered, I, it shattered before the It was the like mouth. scatter shot. So he it's just like, like grabs a handful of raw salmon <laughs> and just flings across the room. We're picturing the production team being like, come oh on, God, man. There's a trash can oh, right no. beside you, Gordon. No way. They were, they were psyching him up beforehand. Or do they, it, Gordon. He was probably do leaning it. over and be like, make sure you get this. <laughs> Do you think the director's like, oh, that salmon sure looks throwable? Yeah. <laughs> just egging him on. Oh, wouldn't it be? Imagine it just like shattering in midair. Yeah, yeah. And all the pieces what? somehow still make it into uh, that clown mouth. Do you know what would be so wild? But I don't think you can do it. <laughs> you shouldn't, Gordon. It'd be crazy. <laughs> it like what would everyone think? <laughs> See the. See the way it hit the clown, like the big smile, smeared over the clown's smile. It was horrifying. It It was great. We watched that a few times. Yeah, that was a classic, classic Gordon moment. The show is grotesque, (laughs) very often. From the lobster murder to the smearing of the raw salmon across the clown garbage can (laughs) to later in the show when Gordon takes like pig skin and puts it on his face for a fun bit. Good. So the blue team obviously is having problems with the salmon. Evie was having trouble keeping everybody on task, but they get their stuff together. 
and they start serving up the uh, the compliments. Dishes. Yeah, and then Sadie has a brilliant idea, and I cannot believe that I nobody else so has done this before. But she's like, compliment everybody, be cute, yeah, yeah, have it up. Exactly, it will help score us votes, and she's one hundred percent right. Yeah, like, it didn't actually help them in this challenge, <laughs> but, but in life it will. Absolutely, I've been there. That's the exact same. Um, Max, can't believe you just brushed over the what? man of the hour. Reed. Oh. Yes. He cooked 51 steaks on his own. And his little... I'm a big Reed fan, guys. I have an awesome Reed fan. Me too. His face is so expressive. His voice is... is is Reed is is the the steaks we are eating. (laughs) It's Reed Corner. (laughs) (laughs) What song is that? Reed. No, what, what's it the was act- grease, but just oh. with reed and steak. I gotcha. Cool. We can do it again. It's pretty you niche. You might not have heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> the way he talks is <sighs> so... He's just like a little adult. Yeah. Like his, mm-hmm. his voice is very low for an age. <laughs> when someone said to what love age cooking, are you? Love cooking steak. I'm eight years old. Someone's like, what age are you? And he's like, I'm eight years old, ma'am. And it's like, if he had said 42, if I would just been like, cool. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Seems fair. I yeah, love Rita's steaks. Me and my dad cook steaks. Mm-hmm. Cook steaks since the seventies. Just me and my dad grilling some steak <laughs> since the seventies. <70s. laughs> <laughs> what a guy! The mm-hmm. only thing I don't like about Reed, and hate me if you will, Reed, but don't hate me because I want to be your friend, um, is when he is talk about women in a very like woman way, like. I want to have some venison, which, by the way, I love, and then some salad for the ladies. It's like, how about you eat salad, Reed, and I'll eat the venison. Mm. Think about that. We all have a balanced meal. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. fine. That's right. Nutrition. (laughs) Balanced nutrition. Reed. Mm -hmm. He's only eight. Uh, He'll learn. Mm -hmm. Did you guys think about that with the circus challenge? A lot of the circus people are athletes, and I was thinking, oh, Mm -hmm. I wonder if they're vegetarians. Yeah. Or pescatarians. Or have kind of specific high-performance diets. I guess it's a special occasion, right? Like, if you're in the circus, you probably do enjoy an indulgence every once in a while. Maybe you... Have a steak. Have a steak. Have a steak. Treat yourself. Yeah, I didn't talk about that. Um, I'm sure they vet for that kind of thing beforehand, right? I don't know. Max, do you want to talk us through when Che lost? Uh, okay, so the um, Che is a very well-spoken and organized person. And uh, uh, honestly, if it wasn't for Matei, what's that? He doesn't come across. Doesn't as come across as braggy. Seems like he has a lot of success. <laughs> uh, I would say earned success. Yeah, I, I would like to think. Hard work. Although maybe when we see his his home, we'll think differently. <laughs> but, uh, oh yeah, but we haven't he, seen he's this. Student council vice president mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, and his soccer team. Yeah, he's a vice yeah. president of his soccer team or something. Absolutely. So, and if it wasn't for Mateo going rogue on him, I think that they probably could have had a good chance. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, the coup that's right. But when it's revealed that the blue team is the winner, they have the camera on Che's face. And uh, Stacey, you described it as if somebody turned out the lights. <laughs> he just goes, you can see him processing the fact that he lost mm-hmm. in a way that is so like this truth. It's just does so not truthful. Compute. Like, no, this can't, that can't this, be. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. It, it was... must be some sort of mistake. This must be like a like a moonlight la la land sort of moment. Yeah, it's almost like he's it's almost like he's measuring. He's like, should I ask for a recount? Uh, hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this can't be right. No, no. Shay doesn't lose. Gordon, I'm sorry, but I don't think you understand. Yeah, Shay doesn't. Shay doesn't lose. Yeah, like that was literally my slogan oh, for when I won vice president of my student council. <laughs> it's Shay all the way. Shay all the way. Is Shay's way or the highway? Shay all day. <laughs> yeah. So Shay. 
I don't know, learned a valuable lesson. Um, yeah, so- you know what? We, we were talking about how so many of these kids have pro- are like, I'm here to be the number one master chef. I never lose. I'm the best, <laughs> which is great. Like, I'm glad kids have confidence, but I think that can also be harsh. Like, it, it could be a harsh lesson to learn when you're like, step out of your little bubble where you're top top of the class, mm-hmm. top of the pops, and mm-hmm. you come into this place with all these other high achievers, and suddenly you're like, oh, oh, mm-hmm. like I'm not invincible. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I think it builds character. I think losing remember? is a good thing that can happen to you on this show. Do you mm-hmm. remember that moment for you? Like for me, it was I went to a private school, guys, I'm admitting it here in the public eye, mm-hmm. and you're made to feel so special. The classes are very small. The teachers like know you and will like oh, you need some help, let's stay late. Or like, oh, you're really killing it. Or do you want to come and speak at this thing? Like, and then, so I thought I was smart and likable. And then I got to university where you're in a class with 400 people and the lecturer, Mm -hmm. like, does not care about Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. And I remember being, like, horrified that Mm -hmm. this was life. Like, this, why is this lecturer not interested in me? That's a very (laughs) common phenomenon for uh, students starting post-secondary. Yeah, university especially. Yeah, that's why... There's Max actually, works at a university. Yeah, there is a, okay. there's a benefit. Hey, for all the parents out there with, with kids that are going to be at one point going into university, the there's actually, like, studies, and, like, it's a cleaner transition to actually start them at a smaller community college and then move them into a – transfer them into a larger university wow. for, like, second year or third year because it's just so overwhelming. Yeah. And, and I talk to parents all the time who are, like – Oh, my kid's getting into UBC. There, she's like the best student in her school. And it's like, oh, where does she go to school? Someplace in like rural Saskatchewan, which is like the middle of nowhere for people mm. who don't know Canada geography. Like so, me, yeah, <laughs> I don't know Canada. So it's like, okay, yeah, you, your kid might be the best student in their school, but you know, this, the playing field has just expanded huge, across the country. Yeah. Right? So yeah, it's it can be hard. It can be and really to have hard. someone say you're special, you're special, you're special, mm-hmm. and then you, the moment you find out you're not special. Mm-hmm. It may as well be on national TV. Like that's gonna stick. <laughs> that's gonna be a lesson. To stick with you. Mm-hmm. And it, it makes it in terms of this show. I often wonder, like, when kids, do they ever like prompt the kids to be like, like from day one, are they like, listen, you're all here, but only one of you is gonna win. So that means that literally everyone here should expect to get eliminated because it's gonna happen at some point, mm-hmm. whether it happens tomorrow or it happens at the end, because everybody handles it so well. You know, I mean, yeah. some people get a little emotional. But nobody is ever like throwing a tantrum or doing anything yeah. crazy. Yeah, that would be amazing not. though. That would no one's really kicked off and ever refused to leave. That Can you imagine nice. like a squatter? I love that. I, that. I used to watch this show called The Biggest Loser. Do you know what that is? With it's the like weight a, loss show. Yeah, it's a weight loss Why show. Why did you watch that? Because it was, it was because it's fascinating the same way this is fascinating. Okay. But the one one season, the last four people just decided to band together and say. Not, we're not continuing what? because no, we don't want anybody to be eliminated from this point forward. So they had a strike and the whole episode was about the producers. Suddenly the producers were characters and they were like having meetings and stuff and trying so to... So what happened? That sounds I, so good. I think eventually they basically just threw like the legal contracts at them and were like, you, can't, you have, to, you do have this. to do this. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Kids out there. Kids of Nick season. Yeah. Consider it. Start a union. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, compelling. There's enough of them. Jake can be your leader. Mm-hmm. Compelling television for sure. Um, anyway, so I love uh, when we see the behind the scenes stuff. Like, um, who got hurt? The caramel burn. Uh, mm-hmm. Nayeli. And we got to see a medic. That was exciting. Paul? Was her name Paula? Maybe. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Uh, 
So the blue team wins. Che dies a little inside. And then they go into... Uh, che realizes life is terrible. That's right. Oh, life grows. is suffering. Life is mm-hmm. suffering. And then um, we go back to the Master Chef kitchen, and they're going to do this uh, cake elimination. Birthday cake challenge. They show us there's these three signature cakes, and they ask the kids to make their signature birthday cake. Guys, what would your signature birthday cake be? What would be on there? Oh, I love lemon Mm. I love lemon. So that would have that would have nailed it for both the citrus challenge and Anna. But I also like Does that say Stacy though? Lemon? Yeah. Yeah. You're a little yeah. sour, you're full of seeds. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Losing them every day though. Age. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> what would yours be? Um hmm. Oh, maybe uh, shaped like a wrestling ring. Oh, cute. Yeah. That, that's what I was kind of struggling with with this challenge. Is it the flavor or, or the, the decorating? Because Gordon was like, football but, cake. And you're like, that's not a not flavor, a Gordon. Like, yeah, what's your wrestling cake going to taste like? Oh, I don't know. Well, that seems Vanilla <laughs> sweat. Human sweat. <laughs> like, even your lemon cake, would it just look like a lemon cake? Or would it look like, it a- would look like a lemon, and the oh. lemon would have, like, a cute little face on it. That is a very Stacey It's a very Stacey We should make out for Stacey's birthday. Yeah, everybody. Hand. Sure. <laughs> I'll go back in. I'll try to get the high quality versions of these. Yeah, <laughs> Do you like a mashed potato cake? Or? Oh, I do love potato. Yeah. I don't know. I've got a very specific birthday cake from a bakery here. That oh, I the, like. the mango passion fruit. The passion one. fruit. Yeah. Is that me? A hot it's... chocolate mess on the outside, but like nice and fruity on the inside <laughs> with a like very solid bitter base. Hmm. Story checks out. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so they get, the kids get cracking on their cakes. And actually, this is sort of a not not very momentous sort of cake making thing. Very mm. little actually They give them happens. 90 minutes, which seems kind of yeah. overkill. Generous. Um, Mateo but seems, early. Yeah, Mateo kind of seems like he has no plan, uh, but <laughs> pulls it out. Uh, the one big thing is the towels has this icing disaster and mm. actually his finished cake looked way better mm-hmm. than it was looking like it was going to mm-hmm. but anyways so we have all these cakes sadie makes a champagne cake that mm-hmm. gordon says would cost 25 dollars a slice mm-hmm. would her- you pay that much for no. a slice of cake no well if i made three hundred thousand dollars a year yeah, yeah i'd I probably be mine i think so Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Life's, so lifestyle creep, it just happens. Sadie's so smart, though. Like, oh, why did you use champagne? Because adults like champagne, and it's adults judging. Sadie, you genius. Know your audience. Yeah. Maybe we audience. should, like, go to Seattle and just get her to give us some, like, business tips, life tips. <laughs> She's all about relationships. Like, manipulating <laughs> sounds negative, but, like, you know, It's like, what's mastering. the Marie Kondo of yeah. people? It's like human behavior. She's kind of an yeah. expert, a prodigy in that. It's mm-hmm. like, Sadie, colon, give them joy. What gives them joy? Oh, I love that. Because you yeah. could just, like, because obviously the three of them have very specific personal tastes. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're good general judges, but it's like, if you want to win Christina over, give that girl some frosting. Mm-hmm. Give her on some spice. Mm. Give, give Gordon, like, Mexican something chocolate. wrapped in puff pastry. Give them all booze. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, the, it's the Venn diagram that links them all. <laughs> alcohol. Uh-huh. Adults She's got, like, like red alcohol. string yeah. all over, like, polarized <laughs> all over. She's got conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> How do I this get is it. these kids? It was pink champagne. <laughs> <laughs> the key, don't you see, Sadie? She's talking to herself. See, for the rest of the season, because like the world has missed out on your transatlantic Sadie impersonation, mm-hmm. whenever we speak about Sadie, you're just not going to do it or... I'll start. Okay. I'll start. Thank you so much. A champagne cake? They won't be able to resist. <laughs> oh, oh, man. We right. forgot the pop screens. I'm just realizing. 
Oh, well. Mm-hmm. Whatever. If only I'd said it right before we started. Sorry. She sorry. did. Um, she said it to you. Anyways, we got some pop, popping peas. Apologies. 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 <laughs> uh, so, unfortunately, Tal can't pull it out because of the icing disaster. I think and then ganache. Sure. You gotta pour a ganache, ganache. ganache. on a drip, as yeah. we all know. Ganache disaster. It's like ganache. Ganache. And Ashley also goes home because she put the berry compote into the cake mix. Christina told her. I know, right? It was so hard. They would hold up slices of cake at, for like us, the viewers, to judge. And I would be like, I can't tell if... like. It being dense is good. Sometimes mm. I would be like, oh, obviously that cake is terrible. So and dense. then they'd be like, mm-hmm. you nailed it. Yeah. Like, that happens all the time with the pork, I can't too, when they cut into my pork. Eyes. I no. feel insane sometimes when I watch this show, being mm-hmm. like, what is truth? <laughs> yeah. That's right. It's a hard hitting philosophical question to get from After Chef Junior. <laughs> Master Chef Junior. Well, I'm saying the podcast is delivery. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, so they are eliminated. But, guys, if you're listening. Jaden. You're going to be okay. You know what Ashley said? Oh, my mom always tells me one door closes and another door opens. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to think of what iteration that takes for a nine-year-old. Like, for us, that would be like, oh, your career or your relationship yeah. or like whatever. But for a nine-year-old, you you lose on a multinational cooking it's mm-hmm. not like you were, yeah. What is the big door that opens? Like you're just going back to grade four. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> it's opportunity cost. So like if you think about someone, like who won last? Benny, right? Mm-hmm. Or Lo- like Logan or what are all these kids who've won the before. The high flyers. Think about how much, Maybe think about the, the time commitment that they have as a winner, right? Mm. So when you win, yes, you get this money, but you also have to, like ha- probably have to go and be on the MasterChef cruise and mm. do this event and do this public speaking. So what you gain is the time. That you don't have to do that stuff. Just so be a kid, Ashley. Mm-hmm. Enjoy yep. these years. Play outside. You okay. are, are going to be okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jin. Um, so that leads us to episode four. Where Gordon comes out and just... Like, I don't think this is a good prank. Just lying to somebody... And then being like, that's actually not true. He's like, yeah, you guys are going to cook this goldfish. And they're all like okay, like, that's not the craziest thing you asked us to do. I guess we could do that. And he's like, gotcha. Classic Gordon prank. You just got Ramsey'd. How would you cook a goldfish? A deep fry. Yeah, deep fry the whole thing. I'm not taking the bones out. No, you just crunch them up. Eat it like a little Even eyeballs? Yeah. Like, think about those little, what are they called? Shoshito? Those little things you guys claim you eat all the time. Yeah, yeah. In Portugal or wherever you are. Little crispy sardines, mm-hmm. or yeah, like the ones right. in Japan we have. Yeah, yeah, just deep fry the whole thing. Has anybody ever tried that? Somebody must have tried it. Somebody must have eaten a goldfish. I yeah. feel like that it's was like fish. in the forties or something. That was like a thing college kids did as like dares was swallow goldfishes whole. No, but has it ever been a delicacy? I don't know. Maybe it's just not. Like, are they just not delicious, or are they just not farmed or plentiful? Maybe enough? their bones are slightly too big to be like edible. Edible. Okay, Max is looking up deep fried goldfish. I mean, there's goldfish crackers. Oh god! What happens if you eat too Was much goldfish? On... Is the first question that pops up on Google. <laughs> I wonder if these are goldfish crackers, though. Mm. What happens? Believe it or not, the problem with overfeeding. <laughs> no, that's oh, that's about how to overfeed a goldfish. Deep fryer? No, yes, you no, can eat your no. goldfish. Uh. Papella or two. Oh, I think it's like um, goldfish food, maybe? Yeah. yeah, people, can you go to Google Images? Try goldfish. I okay, just I'll just it. describe what's happening. Max is navigating to Google Images. There's a lot of deep fried things that somehow look exactly like a goldfish. 
Okay. I think that people are using goldfish crackers to bread deep fried oh. things here. I mean, that, I would eat that. I would give that a whirl. It's just Anyways. so small to debone a goldfish. Yeah, that's why you have to eat it whole, right? Do people I feel like just feel would... upset about it because they're pets? Honestly, I don't know. But see, when people give me like rabbit or lobster or basically anything that I need to work at to eat, mm-hmm. I just can't be arsed. There's only so many hours in the day. I wouldn't want to eat these types of goldfish, you know, the ones with like the brains. Oh, yeah. brains I don't want to watch else. this anymore. Put We're it away. <laughs> I don't want to watch this picture. A, <laughs> we have a picture of something called the Nornata goldfish, which looks like it's oh, brains. Stop. Yeah, okay. It's so juicy. Imagine it, like that would be biting. Okay, I'm going to be, gonna so be weird. sick. She's going to throw up. Anyway. Sorry. Okay. Put it off the screen. Okay. So Gordon lies to the children. They trust him because he's be okay. an adult and authority <laughs> figure. And then he takes it back and it's just like oh you're just gonna cook another fish a yep. big giant fish i guess it's not a funny joke if people just believe you yeah <laughs> and, then you're, and then you're like oh <laughs> like our whole job we're here we're told to just agree with whatever you say and then you just no it's funny come on those kids are brains they're like oh, yeah. how the hell am i gonna cook this thing like they it's like the whole time this was happening their little brains are just working yeah. at a million miles an hour trying to figure it all out and they're probably just like hitting mental dead ends after one after another after another and then they get that sense of relief that's how it's Mateo, funny that's how Mateo was like yeah chef are you ready <laughs> yeah. yeah chef Yes, chef. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna cook this goldfish. Whatever. Yes, uh, so, anyways, they get regular fish, and then again, this was sort of like they all just start cooking their fish, and not, we don't really. It felt kind of bland. Like Aron went over to Matthew and was trying to have some banter with him. Matthew wasn't giving anything. Aron is still like, "Yeah, my man," giving him high fives. It felt like he was faking it. Like, Aron, mm-hmm. a little bit. You're really not into Matthew. I'm sorry. Wow. I thought he was too a... powerful. Yeah, I feel like she can't handle she's like intimidated by him. I am a powerful eight year old. Okay, Matthew. <laughs> you know don't what? explode I... my brain. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> I want a ringtone in the morning of Matthew just saying, You are a powerful twenty nine year old. Yeah, maybe we should be saying that sort of thing to ourselves in the mirror every morning. Like yeah. what kind of confidence booster mm-hmm. would that be? You know what I was noticing a lot of that I think they do this all the time, but it really I noticed it particularly these episodes is they do a lot of like body shots like the camera will start at somebody's yeah. feet and pan Chill up, up yeah. sometimes not even make it to their face so i'm like what are you showing us <laughs> why would you insert this shot of hmm. like feet to neck i think they do it to try and show how small they are but it doesn't really make sense there's that no there's nothing there context. for scale yeah hmm. <laughs> it's just like feet and they do it with the judges often too like they'll be like pan up from their feet to like is it supposed to make people look like powerful i don't, I don't understand i really liked christina's outfit though so i didn't she's mind so the tilt it was mm-hmm. nice christina always looks good do you think she's getting better each season after season what do you mean by getting better like physically how do you feel about her i i you know i love I, her I, I, <laughs> I can't uh uh, this is, is a family podcast. A... I can't go into my true feelings. Is it being consistent, or do you feel there's oh, been yeah. seasons where she's looked better than others? No, she's just getting better and better. <laughs> she's like a goldfish, you know. She just keeps getting better and better. That's right. And her brain is on the outside of her head. <laughs> no, gross. Uh, so they cook fish. They cook yeah. fish. Matthew, Brielle, Reed make it to the top three. Matthew mm, wins. Wins. Slams it. Mm-hmm. And then he gets the choice between, they branded as three things kids love, which felt like both a lie and lazy. Can I tell you, we as listeners know, (sighs) 
have been at times very critical of the producers of this show. Mm-hmm. And this season, so far, I have been cautiously optimistic mm-hmm. that the people working on this show were taking the show seriously. And listening uh, to our advice. And listening to our <laughs> advice. And, like, very trying, specifically. And trying to like make it be like a normal show. And I feel like whoever's really driving that bus maybe got sick, sick for a week or something. Took a vacation Took day. a vacation. They come back and they're like, Oh, guys, what did you film? They're like, oh, we did this amazing challenge where we said, what are three things American kids love? So the options were chocolate, citrus, or awful. And then the kids... <laughs> whoa, 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 sorry, whoa. sorry. <laughs> well, you what? <laughs> like three, the group citrus, mm-hmm. chocolate, and the off-cut of pigs. Yeah. And your branding for that challenge was things American children love. You know, I like, I think we can all agree that kids like chocolate. And the, Citrus really the off, even yeah, threw the, me off. The, the, the awful, awful or awful? Awful. Awful. The awful was a joke, right? Yes. It was a juxtaposition and it but was a joke. Isn't it? Like, yes, again, yeah, yeah. that's not a funny joke. It's just like... <laughs> it wasn't bad. But the citrus was the weird one for Citrus me. was weird. It should have been like chocolate, hot tacos, hot dogs, yeah. yeah. should have been chocolate, hot dogs. I guess awful is kind of hot dogs. It's yeah, not, great it's point. not a funny joke when it's just like a challenge, like... Like gorgeous. it's like oh Mexican food, but we decided to throw in some snails. <laughs> yeah, that's not a funny mm-hmm. joke. It's like it's just yeah, it's like yeah. very disjointed. You think that they are you surprised that Matthew didn't pick the awful awful? Yes, I don't know why I can't say just that. say the word awful. Like this was awful. an awful challenge. <laughs> right, right. But <laughs> easy no one to You think that the that producers they thought wanted for him sure, to do yeah, that exactly, and then he didn't. Why didn't they just? They should just been like Matthew. You're, you're picking, picking awful. awful. Yeah. You can ask them to do anything. That's the beauty of it. But there's yeah. something in Matthew that isn't going to play to the obvious choice. Yeah, and then he picked he... the middle choice. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. He didn't give them the chocolate, chocolate that yeah. would have been easy. But also, they did just do a cake baking challenge. Mm-hmm. So why was chocolate even enough? I know it felt like a lot of cakes. They could like why did they brand it as things kids like at all? They could have just been like you have three options. It was just so strange. Yeah, like mm-hmm. here's three very different ingredients, and we're giving you the choice. Mm-hmm. It's because they wanted to line it up for that joke. That's all. They just wanted that joke. But even if Gordon had been like, you know what? You might think it's gross, but like as a kid, I was snacking on liver. It's like a very, you know, UK thing to do. Mm. Like there was just no, he was just like, I liked it. I don't know. It was just bad. It was bad. And we didn't get to see anybody. There were chicken feet in there too. Does that even count as awful? We just went real fast from like cake baking to Gordon wearing a pig's face on his that own was, face that was in a way that up. I was not comfortable with. There's some weird occult stuff going on. There's yeah. some occult undertones in this season. You've got this. You've got the golden child who's probably like the Chinese government is looking to kidnap him and throw him in a cage somewhere. And then you've got Gordon wearing like pig skin on his face. It's like very crazy. What is happening? I'd like to like remix this episode with some kind of like spooky music behind it. Yeah. I think that would be really and powerful. And honestly, maybe this season. Yeah. We've started in the circus. We'd be murdering lobsters. We're wearing yeah. pig skin on our face. Like, what is going on? And you're marketing this <laughs> This is the type of stuff that people with schizophrenia lose their minds over. This is the kind of conspiracy theory stuff that isn't really true to our podcast. Or <laughs> oh, <laughs> we lost right. our serial uh, uh, clip. But let's say, 
let's look for a little hashtag cult moment and you the viewers let us know in the next episode cult moment yeah hashtag cult moment we'll keep an eye on on the twitter verse and mm-hmm. the instagram world or whatever yeah and let's look for a cult moment in the next step i love that and we'll find some good theme music we'll make it a segment yeah oh, cult moment, cult moment. <laughs> oh yeah this is good this is gonna be fun it's good write that down this will be fun we love cult moments <laughs> Cult we moment. never cult anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, so they are all, they're cooking with citrus. And Real Matthew, shame about the awful not coming through. Yeah. I'd have loved to see what these kids had to do with that snow and stuff like that. Would have been Maybe really they funny. were like, "Oh, we had all these pig snouts, so we didn't use them." Gordon, just put it in your face. Yeah, that was snout. a crazy thing to do. Gordon's like, "I've been taking an improv class." <laughs> wow, I'm wacky. Look at this pig face. <laughs> this pig skin is incredible. <laughs> We've got this amazing snout. Um, you know so, what else I, no- I noticed just briefly about Gordon today that I hadn't realized before? So l- let me quiz you guys. Uh, and listeners at home, do this. you can just do this as well. If you're going to make, if you're going to use your fingers to put up the, to indicate number one, how would you do it? The, your index finger. Right. Did he do his thumb? Uh, no. So hold out your hand. So all three <laughs> of us are holding our fingers. Index palm, fingers. Yeah. Index finger up and palm forward with, with yeah. fingers curled towards the person we're talking to. Yeah. What Gordon does is he actually does it like this. He, he twists his wrist so that his palm is facing him, and he's like holding his hand as <laughs> if he was giving the middle finger, but he's doing it with one. And he kind of also curls it in a weird way. So every time he's like using his hands to be like, number one, it's like he's giving the finger. Number no, one. keep an eye out for it. Okay. His words are also like he's giving the finger. Like Always. everything about him is just a very like finger given good. He's a finger given mm-hmm. dude. <laughs> He's so, man's man. That's right. He's man's man. <laughs> he, so Matthew is given the option to save five cooks from this challenge, which seems like a lot, but I guess there's like 20 kids still left in it, so they want to keep things streamlined. They only have so many lemons yeah. to go around because they were like, we really were not expecting you to pick lemons. <laughs> I wish they didn't do things. Like, if he needs to save five people, fair enough, but I wish it, they had drawn straws yeah. or picked things out of bowl because it just at that point is like mm-hmm. making other kids feel like Matthew doesn't like them. But, you know, if I was going to have anybody like con- like control, get, get in one with the energy in the room and then pick five people to save, Matthew's the only person I... Did you notice he didn't even... There was no like, oh, oh no. Uh, he's yeah. just like, read. Yes. He <laughs> said, I'm going to pick... Come, come From up on high. He's come just like down... <laughs> Join me Join in heaven. Matthew, where did you get those robes from? <laughs> there was no hesitation. We come upstairs, my child. Yeah. He said he wanted to pick good cooks who are kind. Kind and deserve to stay. That's Which just... is not a way to play this game, Matthew. Rashad, Che, uh, Evie, Ivy, and Jaden. Mm-hmm. What a... Like diverse, just like yeah. yeah, diverse group of people. Good like cooks who are kind. My God, they made it onto the ark. They made it onto the ark. <laughs> Jade, it. <laughs> Matthew just like starts to ascend. Yeah. <laughs> Jaden's facial expressions are gold. Like yeah. they cut to him a lot when like something happens, mm-hmm. and I love it. I'm he's like grooving to... and dancing sometimes. Mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. good. I like to see more, more We're of him. Some personality happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, anyways, um, oh, Nielli, is mm-hmm. that her mm-hmm. name? She gets burnt. It's a little so some tears. Sore. Yeah, yeah. We get the the medic comes out. Mm. Um, You're gonna be okay, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then you know, 
people cook away. Uh, there was actually quite a bit of criticism for this. The, mm-hmm. the, like about five. We didn't see everybody's dishes, but five people got negative feedback, which mm-hmm. is unusual. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe because citrus is theoretically so easy mm-hmm. yeah, that maybe. they were tougher on them. Mm-hmm. But it's also like a there's kind of a chemical reaction, I think, with citrus too, right? It's an acid. acid. Mm-hmm. So I think it maybe it's more challenging to cook with than... Tallulah found that out the hard way. Oof, yeah. Tallulah. Tallulah, uh, we we hardly we hardly knew knew ya Nula. <laughs> Tallulah, we hardly knew ya. Do you know that song? No, oh. I love it. <laughs> uh, Taking so she, my bluebird. But she to also didn't Tallulah. really seem like she was enjoying herself. I don't think I saw her smile once. I mean, it's stressful. It's stressful. I guess, yeah. Um, so Tallulah, unfortunately, gets sent home. I think she was home. one of the older kids yeah. too. Mm-hmm. She had like her little braids in that kind of made her look a little more junior but i bet if she let that hair loose you'd be like oh my god are you 25 because like, <laughs> some seasons we've seen mostly older kids with just like two eight-year-olds yeah mm-hmm. but on this season it seems mostly eight-year-olds like Tallulah stuck out as one of the older ones so did Tal as well yes, right? yes yeah. yeah whereas it used to used to be in the old, <laughs> in the old days um they were mostly older yeah yeah it's such a like that's a big age difference i think we don't focus often enough about like how much more life experience how much more mature you are how Mm -hmm. much like being 13 and being eight is crazy one is in high school and one is like just just starting yeah totally it's 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 the reason why when they're doing master shift proper like they don't constantly ask the contestants how old are you remind (laughs) me how old are you yeah yeah Uh, i'm 47 and i you know I work in an office. I can't believe at 47 <laughs> you're standing here. <laughs> like, are you insulting me? <laughs> yeah. You don't look 47. <laughs> I am a powerful 47-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Tallulah gets sent home. Mateo also gets sent home for burnt scallops, I guess. Um, Which we've had people emailing us about furious. Really? Yeah, saying that he wasn't given a chance. I'm surprised that people are like on the Mateo train. I thought he very clearly painted himself a villain in mm-hmm. episode three. Like if this was a teen movie from the 80s, he would be a bad guy. Right? When there was a real class war, I feel, back then. And now we're really, I think, as a society, moving back towards that eat the rich mentality. So Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about it, though, and there's something... And Matteo, we're talking about this because yeah. of you, but it is something we've talked about in other seasons. But I wonder if there's just like a naivety on on children that like, you know, if one of us do something kind of cool as an adult mm-hmm. and you know not to be like, oh, well, I was just in wherever because you know to like mm-hmm. tone it tone down, it down a yeah. bit. But as a kid, you probably don't realize that you doing something cool could be Braggier. hurtful or braggy yeah. to other people. So th- it's just like being like, yeah, I really like green. Like yeah, you don't... I really like green. Um, I go hella skiing <laughs> every weekend. Because, These are just facts. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's just a fact that he's been to Japan or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. really, what I'm trying to say in a long-winded way is I blame the parents. Mm. Oh, for not teaching Mateo modesty. Or maybe, like, an eight-year-old just shouldn't be hella skiing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you had kids, fun question. Mm. If any of us ever get to the stage where we have sure, children, sure, sure. would you bother taking them on holiday? With you? No. I I wouldn't. Uh, Depends where it was. I feel like... I, like if you're going somewhere and you're, you're going to Japan, you've paid $1,200 a seat for each of you. Yeah. You've got a three-year-old. No. Yeah, I feel, I feel the like they're not going to enjoy it. Remember, they're probably going to ruin my holiday. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, staying home. Not... You're staying home with Aunt Jenny. It's oh, fine. Oh, no, no. Grandparents or something. <laughs> Aunt Jenny. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like... 
Yeah. At They're one point, remember it. Although it sounds like Mateo is appreciative of his experiences, and like I think Ben yeah, now, also did a lot of. But ask Mateo when he's sixteen. Will he remember hella skiing in Japan or whatever? You know, <laughs> did Mateo even hella skiing? We just forced this. But maybe it's like the kid isn't aware that those are braggy experiences because the kid should not be accustomed to those experiences right. at that age. Right. You should go have... outside and play. Yeah. Like you, the go kick you... a can around. Yeah. Instead of kicking through wood and martial arts why don't you go learn to kick a ball in the streets of brooklyn yeah. or something because you don't appreciate <laughs> the privilege until it doesn't have to be a see... doesn't have to be a ragam like a ragamuffin no go <laughs> like... live on the go live on the streets <laughs> i don't know i think it's totally okay like, like people want to give their kids exactly the best that they can have sure. but you should maybe also but... give them the worst sometimes so they can appreciate what the best is but Make... you know, when we were young they'd be like Oh, go play. Don't come home till lunchtime. Yeah. yeah. Whereas now it's like, oh, Stephanie's got piano until six, Mandarin at seven thirty. Mm. It's like, what are we creating? I don't know. Chinese speaking yeah. piano players. But then also, <laughs> but then think about what you were like at eight, and could you have performed Been even better? Like, think about Evie. Think about how sophisticated Evie is. She's on this program. She's handling it all super well. Mm. She's uh, understand. She's com- she's operating on a level that is far beyond most adults I know. Correct. Like she's recognizing like exactly. <laughs> and so maybe that parenting style is what's feeding that because but that did is. Did we like, find out? Did we go to Evie's home? Not yet. No. I'd be super interested to see if Evie, Evie is like a middle-income kid who's been just raised quite like normally. What? Here's what we do. We get twins. Mm. One of them we send hell skiing in Japan. The other one yeah. we send to live on the streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then we bring them <laughs> yeah, exactly. both back. We swap them wish... over. We swap them over. Age, Put them in Master other. Chef. See who comes out on top. It's great. It's great. I see if they manage to break up their dad and their evil stepmom. Yes, exactly. That's right. And then Nobel Prize. Yeah. Um, uh, guys. Oh, by the way, this is a parenting podcast as well. <laughs> That's right. um, For people who don't have kids yeah. and don't know how to cook. That's right. <laughs> Um, Let the letters roll it. Yeah. That's right. So, folks, that's the end of the episode. Thanks so much for. Oh, who went home? Oh, uh, we said that. Tula and, and oh, Tula Mateo. And Mateo. Um, <laughs> we are going to uh, be back uh, regularly. Regularly. Probably. If uh, you would like to support the show, we do have a Patreon. Uh, just Google After Chef Junior. Go to Patreon, Google that. You'll find it. Or if you want to be r- really, really keen, you can go to our very special URL, which is. Gordon Ramsay, I wouldn't feed it to my dot dog. That's right. So uh, you can go there, uh, and uh, that will take you uh, directly to our webpage. We need the uh, webpage so we can renew that URL. Um, <laughs> we need the Patreon expensive. so that we yeah. can <laughs> renew the URL. It's a vicious cycle. That's right. Uh, so and thanks. remember, send us your cult moments. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Cult moments for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, any thoughts? What are you excited about the season? Exactly. Are you, are you affiliated with the season and want to talk to us? Mm-hmm. Are you on the crew? Mm-hmm. Are you... Um, a parent are you a contestant let's chat yeah we're back in the swing of things and uh, yeah yeah. we have a new intern and things are going great uh, man we we don't have a sign off anymore Um, anyways that's it see you later oh wait (laughs) that is definitely the new sign off bye everybody bye